Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeToon.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Okay, hang on one minute. I got a coffee we've talked about in the past. Hang on. That is absolutely great. Now, a viewer with screen name Camest, K-A-M-E-S-T, he left this comment. As a Canadian, it's so funny and a bit blasphemous to hear, quote, Tim Hortons, what's that, unquote. <laughs> Glad you enjoy the coffee. Yeah, I enjoy the coffee so much, I went ahead and got a big, big can right here of Tim Hortons coffee. Boy, this is terrific. Original blend, ground coffee. Uh, this is their medium roast. This is really, really terrific. And right there, Canada's favorite coffee. Right there. How about that? Established 1964. Yeah, this is a good coffee. This is really, really terrific. I like it a lot. Tim Horton. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So thanks for the comment, chemist. Uh, you know, like I said, well, in Columbus, years ago, when I was visiting my nephews, again, uh, you know, Tim Hortons. What's Tim Hortons? I never heard of it. We've got a couple of them up here in Northeast Ohio. Uh, one, I think, is in Akron, and the other one is on the west side of Cleveland. So that's why I've got uh, a big can of it, so I don't have to drive all over Northeast Ohio to get a Tim Hortons cup of coffee. And my coffee mug this morning also has a Canadian connection of sorts. There it is right there, the uh, Yellow Labrador. Yeah, that's right. Yellow Labrador Retriever, of course, named after uh, Labrador, a geographic and cultural region within the Canadian province of Newfoundland and Labrador. And I think they were originally bred in England from dogs that were brought over from Newfoundland. I think that's how the Labrador Retriever came about. I'm not entirely sure, but named in honor of the uh, Labrador area there in uh, the Newfoundland area. So uh, yeah, we're all set. We're all set with Tim Horton's coffee and right here. Oh yeah, that's a big can. And uh, my Labrador, my Labrador coffee mug. Yeah. So there we go. So there we go, eh? Yeah, we're all set. We're all set this morning. How are you this morning? Great to see you again. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. As we like to say in the show, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely. One more sip. That is really, really terrific, terrific coffee. And hey, if you're taking me along on your morning commute, I've got my notes right here. <laughs> I always, I try to remind myself, I've got to hit these bullet points. Good hot coffee, trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely. And if you're taking me along on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast, thanks very much for tuning in. I really do appreciate that. We've got a great show for you this morning. More bullet points right here. We have got some great topics this morning. We've got a couple of great shaving tips. We uh, have some uh, wonderful new wet shave gear uh, to uh, go over uh, a lot of some nice reviews. Uh, Jimmy V Photography sent in a great review regarding some of that South African shave soap from uh, Bunda Beard. Thanks very much to Jimmy V. Mark Bagwell sent in uh, also a review on a new shave soap that is marvelous. Wait till you see this. Plus uh, a lot of other great items in the mix. Really, really looking forward to that. Some great comments from Refill. Yeah, we're going to look at Blade Glue again one more time. Uh, Mitchell's Wool Fat, Cold Water Shaves. A lot of great topics in the Refill. And also some great questions and comments. Uh, we got one that I thought I was going to use as an extra shaving tip, but we're going to put it in the questions and comments section because there's kind of a little bit of a bonus attached to it. So stay tuned to that. And my thanks in advance to uh, viewer James Sefton for that. So we have got a great show for you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for your patience as I go over all my notes here this morning. But it's just great to be with you. Uh, love getting together with you every Monday morning uh, to talk a little bit of wet shaving to talk a little bit of wet shaving and a few other things. So let's kick it off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Well, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Justin Rempel. 
And that's spelled R-E-M-P-L-E, Remple. I hope I pronounced your last name correctly, Justin. And Justin writes, hi, Mark. I'm not sure if you've covered this before, but I wanted to share a tip an old barber gave me regarding brush maintenance. He said it's all hair, and if you wash it with shampoo and conditioner, it will keep the bristles or hair in good condition and keep the hairs from breaking, as you see in a lot of old brushes with short bristles. Thank you for your show and all the great tips I've gotten from you and the viewers. Uh, Justin Rempel. Well, Justin, uh, all credit goes to the viewers out there for sending in some great, great shaving tips and a lot of great wet shaving information. So my thanks to all the viewers for all the great tips over the uh, over the years. Well, it's, over the years, five years. <laughs> it's going to be five years, I think, this August. We've mentioned that before. Yeah, hard to believe. Five years for the Monday Morning Mailbag. Now, I asked Justin if he was referring to natural hair brushes and he wrote back and said yes any natural hair brush was what he was referring to and it has really made my boar hair brush a lot softer so there you go folks if you have a natural hair brush badger or boar uh, just use some shampoo and conditioner and it'll keep it in good shape clean it out and keep those hairs nice and healthy because they are natural hairs so thanks very very much for that shaving tip justin really do appreciate it and to say thank you for you and only you an original signed george sketch so please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com mondaymailbag at gmail.com and i will send this to you post haste and if you out there would like an original signed george sketch just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it here on the morning shaving tip segment, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So Justin, thanks very, very much for a very, very good practical shaving tip for uh, natural shaving brushes, natural hair shaving brushes. Really do appreciate it, Justin. Thanks again. Well we, have a, well, we have an extra shaving tip this morning, and it comes from viewer Bob LaRoe. Now, we are always talking about repurposing in the shave den, repurposing uh, containers and aftershave bottles and things like that, and putting them to good use uh, in our wet shave routine. And uh, Bob sent along this tip, a tip. I use a balm in a plastic pump action container. When I get low, the pump stops working, so I cut open the container scoop out the rest of the balm and put it in a repurposed empty shave soap container, screw top, and write balm on the top. It helps to save those containers. Yeah, this is absolutely a fantastic, fantastic tip, Bob. Thanks very, very much. This is, this is like uh, cutting an old tube of toothpaste in half and then kind of prying it open and going with your brush to get that last little bit out. Yeah, this is something you can do with a, a plastic balm uh, pump dispenser. Just cut it in half, scoop it out, and put it in one of these repurposed shave soap containers. You know, it's, it's been cleaned out. The soap is gone. So now you've got this container. You can throw the balm in there, market balm, and uh, continue to use that last little bit. That's absolutely fantastic, Bob. Really, really. Thanks very, very much for a great practical tip in uh, stretching that balm a little bit from those pump containers and also repurposing an empty shave soap container. Thanks again, Bob. Terrific tip. Really do appreciate it. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is also available as a podcast. Simply get up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more and the Monday Morning Mailbag will come right up, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup. Both of those podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and now, right here on YouTube. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. This is absolutely fantastic coffee. Hang on one minute. Mmm. That is absolutely fantastic. I'm going to put my mug down. I'm going to get the uh, 
can here with uh, two hands because it's a big can. My gosh, three pounds of coffee here. Tim Hortons. This is absolutely fantastic. Canada's favorite coffee. Absolutely. This is absolutely a wonderful, wonderful tasting coffee. Just really like this original blend ground coffee. Uh, a medium roast. Really, really terrific. And again, it's a man, you got to grab that with two hands. I mean, <laughs> you know, it reminds me of when I was a little kid sitting at the dinner table for, you know, the Sunday meal. You know, you're about five, six years old. You got that big, tall glass of milk there and you want to grab it with one hand. You make you feel like a grown up and your parents are saying, grab it with two hands, two hands. And of course, you grab it with one hand, it slips out and spills all over the table. And now, oh my God, what? two hands, use two hands. <laughs> yeah, that kind, of, that kind of brought back that memory, holding this like this with two hands. Yeah, yeah, maybe you remember doing something like that when you were younger as well. Oh man, great to be with you. We got some great, great topics in Reefle this morning. And we're going to kick it off with, uh, hang on, one more sip though. Hmm. Reaching for that coffee, got to have that sip. Absolutely fantastic. Tim Hortons, really, really terrific. Uh, we're going to kick it off with something from um, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Brandon. Uh, and his screen name, I believe, uh, Lynn B. Or his email shorthand is Lynn B., Lindsay Brandon. And he writes, Good morning, Mark, and happy Saturday to you, sir. While shaving last night with one of my favorite blades, I noticed it had no glue on the blade, only on the edge of the wrapper. It's the Schick double-edge razor blade. I knew as soon as I found this, I had to email you. Hopefully you have some in your den to show your followers. You are always so helpful in my wet shave adventure. Uh, so I just wanted to help you. Please keep up the great videos. Regards, Lindsay Brandon. Well, again, Lindsay, all credit goes to all the viewers out there for sending in such great, great, helpful wet shaving information, tips and tricks, that sort of thing. And yeah, I happen to have a Schick double-edged razor blade right here. Got a little pack of them right here. And we're going to, it's already opened up. We're going to pull out one right here and we'll take a quick look and see how much glue is on this guy right here. And I can tell that, let's see here. Okay, can you see that there? Is there any glue there? I know that, I don't know. I don't, it doesn't look like there's any glue on the opposite side here. These are the ones that are made in Germany, by the way. That's what I have here. These are made in Germany. Okay, let me just get that open like that. I don't think there's any glue. I don't think there's any glue on here. You know what? There's just that little bit of glue there to hold the wrapper in place. And I don't see any glue on the wrapper, on the inside of the wrapper there at all. And is there any glue there, folks? I don't think there's any glue on this blade at all. Check that out. Right there like that. There's no glue on there anywhere. Lindsay, you are correct. This There is no glue on a Schick blade made in Germany. Uh, if you got some, folks, uh, open them up. Take a look. Doesn't look like there's any glue there at all. <laughs> Lindsay... Thanks very, very much for that. I'm going to set this one aside and, and uh, have a shave with that next time around. <laughs> Thanks very much for that, Lindsay. Really, really do appreciate that. Viewer Winfried Widcup uh, left the following comment, and this was in answer to the question of what those bottles were in his shave den during his shave den tour. Uh, they were chrome bottles. Uh, and he said, uh, Hi, Mark. The chrome-plated bottles are old barber splashers. I fill them with aftershave and hair tonic. They are really old and work perfectly. Greetings, Winfried Whitcup. Well, there you go. Yeah, we were speculating that those were probably filled with an aftershave or cologne, something like that. And he has them filled with aftershave and hair tonic. Winfried, thank you very, very much for, uh, for clarifying that and answering that question. Really do appreciate it. Uh, viewer Charles K. wrote the following. Greetings, Mark. I enjoyed the Monday morning mailbag and wanted to share a housekeeping comment as well as a thought about Mitchell's wool fat shave soap. First, the housekeeping issue. Please know that I watch most of your videos and Monday morning mailbags, but oftentimes I watch them on my iPhone without signing in to YouTube. Then, later in the day when I return to my laptop computer, I would sign in and then fast forward the video until the end. Uh, it would be at this time that I would hit the like button and proceed to leave a comment. Sometimes my comment does not appear, and I think that I may have tripped a YouTube rule that prevents my comment from being posted when I've fast-forwarded the video. You may have some thought on this. In any event, I am now trying to sign in before watching, listening, 
and commenting. Well, hey, Charles, thanks very, very much for that. I'm not sure entirely how YouTube works uh, in screening comments and that sort of thing. I know they try to prevent a lot of spamming. So if someone, a viewer, is trying to leave a comment, then they'll put a link in there. Sometimes it'll get through, sometimes it won't, because YouTube might look at that and think it's a spammer trying to leave a comment and bombarding the channel with uh, a lot of spam uh, and links that go to who knows where, that sort of thing. Uh, and as far as uh, fast-forwarding and not being able to leave a comment, I'm not entirely sure. But you know what? Um, that's something I might uh, email uh, the folks at YouTube uh, about and see if they have an answer regarding that. I mean, there might be um, something at play there. I'm not entirely sure. So thanks for pointing that out. I really do appreciate that. Uh, he goes on to say, uh, my Mitchell's dish and lid also note that this is the original 1893 formula. However, it has always been my impression that the soap was non-tallow because the lanolin comes from the wool and the sheep is not harmed in the process, only given a haircut, shearing. Uh, more importantly, I have always found the soap to be very easy to lather. Lastly, the scent remains strong, perhaps, because I do not bloom or load my brush from the puck. I always scrape off a small amount and spread it into the bottom of my Vikings Blade Chairman Shave Bowl. Love the texture of the stainless steel finish. As always, you have my compliments, thanks, and kindest personal regards, Charles K. Hey, Charles, thanks for the update on the uh, Mitchell's Wool Fat and the label on the lid. And reminder that, yeah, it's made from lanolin. Absolutely. So I, I think it is non-tallow. It's made from lanolin. And as far as being a shave soap, easy to lather, <laughs> oh, wow, you have a magic touch because uh, I know a lot of new wet shavers, when they venture into Mitchell's wool fat, have a bit of a challenge. It's a bit of a challenge to work up a lather. But uh, it seems that uh, perhaps like you, if you're using it every day or it's in your daily shave routine every other day, whatever it is, uh, you probably have a real good understanding of the water to soap ratio, that sort of thing. And yeah, thanks for pointing out that you're scraping and placing in the shave bowl and that's retaining the scent because you're not introducing any water either from the brush or from blooming. So thanks very, very much for that because we've talked about that in previous shows regarding that. And one last uh, point here. Uh, I'm so glad you're liking the Vikings Blade uh, Chairman Shave Bowl. It's a terrific, terrific uh, shave bowl. Are you, are, I'm just wondering, are you using the smaller one or the Grand Chairman? Because uh, both are great, but I've noticed that the, the, the smaller one, uh, if you want to economize on shaving, uh, on building a lather, that one works really, really well. Whereas the larger shave bowl, you can drop a whole puck of soap in there and keep it in there and build your lather right from there and you know do a face lather, that sort of thing. Uh, or just build a lather in it and paint it right on. So, yeah, just let me know. Uh, I was really, I'm really curious as to which one you're using because I've used both and I love both, but they both have kind of different approaches due to their sizes. So thanks very much for that, Charles. I really do appreciate the comment. Uh, this comes from Jayhorn Triple Zero. I love Yates Razors. They're such a great family company, and their razors speak for themselves. Also. The Goodfellow's Smile Stiletto is another great, mild, but very efficient razor. I highly recommend the Yates Winning Version 2 and the Stiletto. Definitely great daily drivers. Hey, thanks very much for that. We've talked about how wonderful the Yates razors are, and I agree. They're terrific. I have the original Winning Razor, uh, and that's absolutely fantastic. And, of course, the Version 2 is uh, very much improved over that original design. Uh, from what I can see. And uh, the Goodfellas razors, you know what? I've heard about these. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the uh, Goodfellas razors probably in another week. So stay tuned for that. Uh, that's kind of a little bit of a tease there. But uh, thanks for mentioning it, uh, Jayhorn000, because I've heard a lot of great things about Goodfellas, Goodfellas Smile razors. And uh, the stiletto, I believe, is available at the razor company. I think it's available in aluminum. I'm not sure if it's available in stainless. It's a good-looking razor, and I've heard some great things about the Goodfellas Smile razors. So thanks very much for that. Really, really do appreciate it. And stay tuned. We're going <laughs> to be talking about the Goodfellas razors. Absolutely. Viewer Neil5481 wrote, The European Union's ingredient regulations 
has affected the formula of many European and UK soap shaving products that we get in Australia. Uh, thanks for your Tuesday 3MB show <laughs> with its many great ideas and helpful information. I use my ultrasonic cleaner to clean my razors and blades, which rids the blades of any glue spots. Hey, that is great to hear, using the ultrasonic cleaner to get rid of that glue. So folks, uh, if, uh, if you're one of those wet shavers out there that find that that buildup of glue on that new blade might be throwing your, your blade out of alignment, uh, hey, Neil here says that putting it into a, an ultrasonic cleaner removes that glue from the blade. That's a great, that's a great tip in and of itself. And uh, yeah, thanks for the update on the ingredients and regulations regarding uh, the way soap and shave cream is being uh, formulated in, uh, in the uh, European Union and in the UK. Really do appreciate that. And yeah, Tuesday 3MB, yeah, because of the time difference in Australia. Great to hear from uh, Neil from Down Under. Thanks again, Neil. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Team Manaz. 480, that's T-M-A-N-A-Z, 480 uh, wrote, once you own an ultrasonic cleaner, you'll find all sorts of things to clean with it. Well, there you go. Razor blades, <laughs> really good example. Get rid of the glue. And T. Manaz, 480's comment, uh, absolutely perfect follow-up here. Uh, yeah, so um, we talked about ultrasonic cleaners last week. And uh, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. It's something that I think, you know, a lot of a lot of us will have in our shaving. A lot of us have in our shaving dens, and we're finding they're great for cleaning razors now. Blades, uh, I think perhaps shaving brushes. I'm not entirely sure about that, but uh, a lot of other things can be cleaned with them. So thanks very much for that comment, Team and As 480. Really do appreciate it. Magnolia Mike wrote, "I also have a nice ultrasonic cleaner that I never used. I'm going to use that tip." Thanks. Well, that's great to hear. I'm glad you're going to put your ultrasonic cleaner to good use and uh, clean your razor with it. Sounds like a, it's been a great tip. It really has been a great tip. Uh, again, if you have a brand of ultrasonic cleaner that works really, really well for you, please send the link along and we'll share it with all the viewers. So thanks for that, Magnolia Mike. Let us know how your ultrasonic cleaner works for you in the shave den. Uh, Jimmy V Photography left the following comment uh, regarding... Uh, a cold shave. Uh, and he said, yes, indeed. Ice that copper dock down and it's like sliding an ice cube across your face. Wonderful. Uh, the taking of Pelham 123 is a great movie. Can't go wrong with the leads playing in it. Now, this comment was left in the uh, comments area of the Second Cup podcast. We were talking about cold water shaves. And I had mentioned that the Phoenix shaving copper Ascension, double open comb, twist adjustable razor, not only retains heat very, very well to give you a, 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 heated, a heated razor shave, but when you cool it down, it keeps, it keeps it very, very cool so that if you're doing a cold water shave, you got a nice cool razor to kind of follow up, you know, with the cold water and cold lather on your face. That works very well. And Jimmy, uh, has confirmed that. Thanks very much for that, Jimmy. And at the end of Second Cup, uh, we we sometimes recommend a movie or a book or a television show or something else in popular culture. And uh, I happen to recommend a terrific movie from 1974 starring Walter Matthau and Robert Shaw, The Taking of Pelham 123. If you haven't seen it, check it out. I believe it's on Amazon Prime right now for free from 1974. Starring Walter Matthau and Robert Shaw, The Taking of Pelham 123. It's a terrific, terrific movie. A lot of cat and mouse. Walter Matthau is terrific in that movie. Absolutely. Oh, Jimmy V also followed up with this comment. Cold water shaving rocks. No matter what the season, it's the way to go. I found that instead of splashing off the soap at the end of the shave, I use a washcloth soaked in super cold water. It's invigorating with a wipe, re-soak, Wipe, then alum dipped in cold water. This leaves your skin clean and refreshed. Wow, there you go, folks. Check that out. If you're a cold water shaver, uh, check out that post-shave routine there with a uh, washcloth soaked in super cold water. Jimmy, thanks very, very much for that. Really do appreciate that. And uh, RJ Wright, RW30 wrote, Yes, it's getting warmer. 
Here in Pennsylvania, it was nine yesterday, and today it's 10. Woohoo! <laughs> Have a great week. Yeah, he left this comment in a, a video that was posted last week where uh, I was doing um, a shave uh, during the summer. And I just, I had, I got around to editing that video and I posted it last week on one of the colder days of the winter season so far. So yeah, going from nine degrees to 10 degrees. Yeah, it's a veritable heat wave here in the, uh, the Midwest and East Coast of the United States. Yeah, we've had some cold weather, but when you go up a degree like that, yeah, it's a heat wave. Absolutely, a, a winter heat wave. So thanks very much for that, RJ. Yeah, RJ Wright, RW30. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's refill segment. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, this morning we have a review of the Bunda Beard Number no. 14 Shave Soap, as well as the Gillette Menorah Platinum Razor Blades uh, by viewer Jimmy V Photography. He very kindly offered to uh, try these out, review them for the channel, uh, and here's what he has to say. Here's my review of the Menorah Platinum Blades and the Bunda Beard Number no. 14 Soap. Both are winners. Until Mark mentioned them, I hadn't heard of these Gillette Menorah Platinum Blades before. There are so many blades, only one face. The blade comes in a single wrap package. Four tiny glue dots on the back of the blade hold it lightly to the paper. Like most of the razors that use this glue position, opening the wrapper is a piece of cake and separating the paper from the blade meets no resistance at all. I've been a cold water shaver for years. I always ice down my razor while building my bowl lather by putting the razor head in a small bowl of ice water. Then, while I'm lathering my face between passes, the razor goes back into its ice bath. When I whip up my lather, I use a Phoenix Shaving Synthetic Brush soaked in warm water. I found all soaps seem to lather up best if the water is warm. The cold part of the shave comes in with putting the razor head in ice water and with the cold splashes between passes. Nothing like a refreshing splash of ice water. Working on two days beard growth, I kicked it off with the Phoenix Shaving Cube as my pre-shave and then lathered up with Phoenix Shaving Tombstone. I've used my Henson TI-22 Medium for the first test of the Menorah Platinum. This soap and razor are pretty much autopilot for me, so it makes a great baseline setup to test a blade with. The first stroke of the with the grain pass was smooth as silk. Of course, unless the blade is a complete horror, the with the grain pass is usually a smooth pass. In this case, it certainly was smooth and it was reasonably efficient. Certainly mild, no drag, and did a pretty good job of beard reduction. I normally do four passes and did the same in this blade test. So here we have it. The width of grain pass was smooth with no blade feel. The first across the grain really took me close to the socially acceptable zone. Again, there was no blade feel, but I could definitely hear the blade. So high marks for audio feedback. Doing the second across the grain, and I could call it done, except for throat and mouth areas. The against the grain was the finishing touch for BBS. The way my beard grows, I always need an against-the-grain pass on throat and around the mouth. I could do across-the-grain passes until the heat death of the universe and not get those areas smooth without the against-the-grain pass. I don't really need a second across-the-grain second pass. I just enjoy the whole process so much, and I like to max out using the lather I've built. So please don't think these blades require that second across the grain pass. They didn't. My opinion is that these blades are sharp and mild, very forgiving blades. Not insanely sharp like feather blades, which I really don't care for, but sharp like Rapira Platinum Lux. For my second test of the uh, Gillette Menorah Platinum, I ran a new blade in my Rex Console XL. I wanted to see how it felt when used in what can be a much more aggressive razor than the Henson TI Medium. I also combined this second test with a new soap, Bunda Beard Number no. 14. 
It's a glycerin-based soap from South Africa. Mark has done reviews on a few of their soaps and asked me to check out this one. This fragrance is heavy and manly in the classical sense and is a superb classical fragrance. The top notes are wavy bergamot, coriander, and clary sage. The medium notes that will rescue you from being ordinary are cloves, yasmin, geranium, and cinnamon, while the base horsepower will be galloping vetiver, oak moss, patchouli, honey, and leather. I don't have the splash, so I can't comment on that, but the scent from the soap leaps out at you. I really like it. The lather whips up quickly, and with 10 swirls of medium wet brush load, I built up enough lather for a lot of passes. Probably could get six passes out of what I whipped up. The photo on the left is the first time I built a lather with number 14. The photo on the right shows what is left after a four-pass shave. This is from the second day's test. Take a look at the peak out in front. This soap builds mountains of slippery goodness. So I cranked the console up to five for the with the grain and first across the grain passes. Definitely more blade feel than the Henson Medium, but still smooth and mild. The blade sliced through two days growth effortlessly. There was no tug or resistance. For the second across the grain and against the grain, I dialed the console down to three. They were smooth passes. There was so much residual slickness Doing some latherless buffing was no problem at all. My skin is far from perfect, so a forgiving blade helps me a lot. As they say, the proof is in the pudding and the alum block tells no lies. No stinging, no zinging. I could feel the alum, but it was just a tingle. These blades remind me a lot of Gillette Platinum Blues, but I think they are a little smoother. The Boonda Beard Number no. 14 lather provided the same slickness as any other top quality artisan soap I've used. I have no idea what shipping from South Africa would be, but if you're in an area where it's not prohibitive, I heartily recommend it. Bottom line, if you have an aggressive razor, you'll have no issues at all in getting a smooth, comfortable shave with this blade and soap combination. If you prefer a milder razor, you'll get the same excellent results. Both the Gillette Menorah Platinum and Boonda Beard Number no. 14 are winners. Jimmy, thank you so much for a terrific detailed review of Boonda Beard Number no. 14 Shave Soap and the Gillette Menorah Platinum Razor Blades. Thank you very, very much. Now, everyone in the wet shaving community is familiar with Ken Surfs and his wonderful wet shaving channel. And Ken has a brand new shaving brush for sale. Mark Bagwell acquired one and sent in the following review. This is Mark's review of the DS Cosmetic Ken Surfs A2S Soft Synthetic Shaving Brush. And Mark writes, this brush is one of the most unusual brushes I've ever seen. It's the handle. Hold the brush up to the light and a beam of light shines through, turning the handle into a virtual kaleidoscope. It's not only unusual, it's really quite beautiful. The brush is offered with either a bulb knot or a flat top. Both are excellent at lathering both soap and creams. The handle design is very comfortable to hold and best of all, it only costs $16.60. Now, a word to the wise. They only make so many official Ken Surf's brushes, so don't wait to order your Kaleidoscope brush. A link is provided. Mark, thanks very, very much for a terrific, terrific review. Looks like an absolutely beautiful, beautiful shaving brush. Uh, bravo to Ken Surf for offering a really, really wonderful shaving brush. We'll have a link both to the shaving brush and also to Ken Surf's channel so you can check out more of his content up there. A uh, really terrific, terrific shaving brush. Mark, thanks again for the review. And uh, Ken Surf's bravo for uh, offering a really, really stunningly beautiful shaving brush. Thanks again, gentlemen. Really do appreciate it. 
Viewer Wally Pankowski sent along the following comments and pictures of the Norton Universal Travel Case. Now, Zach Norton has an Etsy storefront where he is offering a lot of great 3D printed shaving gear. And he happens to have a Universal Travel Case for razors. Wally has one and he wrote the following. Uh, Mark, I'm sending these pictures to you to show how the Norton Universal Case fits different razors. Uh, and here he shows how his Rockwell T2 stainless steel razor fits in the case, followed by the uh, Merker Progress. Uh, there is his Icon X3 slant. Uh, here is his Athena razor with a timeless titanium crown handle. Also, the Ares V2 razor. And finally, the Henson AL13. All of them fit wonderfully in this case. And Wally adds here, the case closes perfectly with all razors. There is little to no movement inside the case when closed. Now, Zach Norton also followed up in an email to me, and he wrote, uh, it was made for the T2, but it turns out to fit multiple twist-to-open razors and some regular razors for those that want to store them assembled. The outside is PETG hard plastic, and the insert and lid has a material called TPU, which is a printable rubber. This TPU helps cushion the razor from vibrations and impacts, so the razor is not scratched or scuffed. The TPU pads on the lid also help hug the razor still, as well as impact protection. So, wow, that's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic universal razor travel case from uh, Zach Norton. That is absolutely fantastic. We will have a link to uh, Norton Custom Designs uh, Etsy storefront where you can check it out. Zach also tells me that he is sending one to the channel. So when we get that, we'll take a deeper dive on that and try some other razors uh, from my shave den to see how they fit. Wow, absolutely fantastic. Uh, thanks again to Wally Pankowski for sending along the photos and also his comments confirming how wonderful this case is. And thanks again to Zach Norton for following up with a little more detail. Gentlemen, thank you very, very much. Now, earlier in the show, we mentioned a review of a new shaving soap. And it comes courtesy of viewer Mark Bagwell. Mark also very, very kindly sent along this shaving soap to the channel. And it's Lather and Wood Sandalwood Shaving Soap. This is marvelous, but I'm going to let Mark explain it to you in his review of Lather and Wood Sandalwood Shave Soap. And he writes, the best way to describe this soap is pure luxury. It comes in a 4.7-ounce container. Now, this might be my only complaint. I would prefer a larger opening to load my brush from, but it's manageable. This aside, let's talk about the scent. It's a mild but very nice sandalwood. Don't expect the Taylor of Old Bond Street sandalwood clone. This is much more refined. I like it a lot. This soap is easy to load and it creates one of the thickest lathers I have ever experienced. Don't be afraid to give it a little water, but just don't drown it. The cushion and protection of the lather is some of the best you'll ever experience, and cleanup is a breeze. Let's face it, in this hard-hitting world in which we live, we deserve a bit of luxury, and Lather and Wood delivers with their sandalwood soap. It's competitively priced at $19.95 and worth every penny. You can pick this up at most shave stores, Amazon, or the Lather & Wood website, which will be included in the show notes. Mark, thanks very, very much for a terrific review, and I agree with you 100%. This shave soap makes a beautiful, luxurious, thick, creamy, yogurty lather, absolutely. And I've already used it about three times. I've used it before cameras rolled, uh, and it was just terrific. I love the sandalwood scent, and Mark is correct. While it's not a Taylor of Old Bond Street clone, it's in that ballpark, but, and it is more refined. It is, it is terrific, and it is milder and more refined. It's a terrific scent. Very gentlemanly, very refined. And they 
pack so much shave soap in this container. You can see I've, I've used it about three times, three or four times. There was so much there and I've barely made a dent, really. I mean, I've barely made a dent. You can see how much is, is in there. It's just packed. It really is packed. And it is a terrific, terrific lathering shave soap. Beautiful, creamy, rich, luxurious lather. Absolutely fantastic. I agree with Mark 100%. We're going to get our own review done on this, but I can tell you I'm in 100% I'm in agreement with Mark. It's an absolutely wonderful, wonderful shaving soap. And uh, yeah, uh, I also happen to have the uh, Lather and Wood Aftershave Balm in Sandalwood. This is also very, very good. So I used both of these before cameras rolled, and this balm follows up very, very nicely uh, in the post-shave routine when you use the Lather and Wood uh, Shave Soap. So both of these are very, very good. Very, uh, you know, a luxury. The word luxury comes to mind. Very, very luxurious. Both of these products are very luxurious. Absolutely. So my thanks again to Mark Bagwell for an absolutely fantastic, fantastic review of Lather and Wood Sandalwood Shave Soap. I agree with Mark 100%. Absolutely fantastic, fantastic shave soap and a nice price point as well. And if you get the shaving soap, I absolutely recommend you get the aftershave balm. It complements the shave soap very, very well and uh, delivers a nice post-shave feel. The soap gives you a nice post-shave feel, but the lather and wood aftershave balm also adds to that post-shave routine. Really, really nice feel. So thanks again, Mark, for a terrific review. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, viewer Bill Murphy received his indestructible from Shave Nation and sent in the following review. Mark. The new Shave Nation Bumpy Indestructible is great. I made a great lather really fast. In the pictures, you can see I just added a little Phoenix shaving, shaving soap. And in the second picture, you can see the great lather it made. Actually, I lost some of it in the sink as I was making the lather. I will be more careful the next time as this was the first time using the bowl. The razor in the picture is the Yates Merica in Brass. What fantastic shaves I get from this razor, and for a neutral blade exposure, it is surprisingly efficient. It even does a great job on my problem areas. What an amazing shave I got from these items today. Have a great week. Thanks, Bill Murphy. Bill, thanks very, very much. It sounds like the lather you built with that indestructible was overflowing. <laughs> and that's why you lost a little in the sink because it just sounds like it delivered heaps and heaps of lather. Absolutely fantastic. Folks, we talked about the indestructible last week and uh, Geo Fatboy at Shave Nation has a video where he shows that you can't break this bowl. <laughs> you cannot break this bowl. And it comes in two variations, smooth and also bumpy. And bumpy is what Bill Murphy has. So we'll have a link to the Shave Nation Indestructible and also to that video where Geo Fatboy demonstrates how indestructible the Indestructible actually is. And Bill gives it a ringing endorsement. Uh, it just develops and works up a great, great lather. Bill, thanks very, very much. And enjoy that Yates America Razor in Brass. That's a beauty. Absolutely. Thanks again, Bill. Really do appreciate it. Well, we were talking about ultrasonic cleaners, and Bill Murphy once again shared his ultrasonic cleaner and a quick review of his ultrasonic cleaner and also a Phoenix shaving shave soap. And he wrote, Hi, Mark. Here is the ultrasonic cleaner I just received from Amazon. Now, this is the Yukoki. U-K-O-K-E, I believe that's how it's pronounced, the Yukoki 3800S Ultrasonic Cleaner. Uh, and again, he writes, Hi, Mark, here's the ultrasonic cleaner I just received from Amazon. I just used it on two of my razors, and it did a great job. My 6S looks brand new, even though I regularly clean it with a toothbrush. It got areas the toothbrush did not reach, and the knurling on the handle that looked clean before Putting in the ultrasonic cleaner looked even cleaner. This cleaner worked great. Here's the link. Uh, I chose the cheaper color green model because the color did not matter to me. So we'll have a link. You get a, a choice of colors too, it sounds like. We'll have a link to this ultrasonic cleaner so you can check it out. 
Bill Murphy said it did a great job. Now, he also picked up uh, a shaving soap, uh, Phoenix Shavings uh, Douglas Fir. And he wrote, I also just received Phoenix Shavings Douglas Fir. The scent is wonderful. I just wish I had this for Christmas. I usually don't care for outdoor scents, but this one I like. Here are the scent notes. A fresh winter crisp balsam fir, black sage, just a pinch, Jerusalem pine, benzoin, a rich resinous evergreen and herbaceous sweetness with coumarin and young coniferous undertones. The scent of the season for sure. He also provided a link. We'll provide that below. Hopefully it's still available by the time you see this. Uh, and uh, Bill wraps up by saying, have a great week and keep warm. Thanks, Bill Murphy. Bill, thanks very, very much for the reviews on the Ultrasonic Cleaner and also the Phoenix Shaving Douglas Fir Shave Soap. Really do appreciate it, Bill. Thanks very, very much. Well, we also have a straight razor offering from Charles Price at breezyshaving at gmail.com. And he writes, Mark, the channel is great as always. I've been busy with work, but found some time to make this. It's American walnut wood scales treated with boiled linseed oil three times to make it waterproof. The blade is vintage from the 1920s and honed to my high standards. Hope all is well. And again, thanks for all you do for the community. Uh, all the best. Chuck, this is for sale, folks. If you're interested in a beautiful straight razor, this one is uh, honed and made by uh, Chuck Price. He can be contacted at breezyshaving at gmail.com. And uh, he wrote, just to clarify, Mark, it's for sale. I really try not to keep too many since I already have uh, many razors in my collection. Thanks. Chuck. Uh, well, again, folks, if you're interested in a straight razor and this one in particular, uh, well, it's for sale. Contact Chuck at breezyshaving at gmail.com. Breezyshaving at gmail.com. Chuck, thanks very much for sending us along an absolutely beautiful straight razor. And that wraps up this week's look at new wet shaving gear. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. Viewer Bob LaRoe wrote, A friend told me today that he knew a guy who was a DE shaver who had one DE blade he kept in a small leather pouch and he would hone it and keep it sharp and use that one blade for years. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's hard to believe, but I think maybe it was possible because of an item I happened to have that was sent to the channel a couple of years ago. I've been meaning to show it, and this is a perfect opportunity and a perfect introduction to show it to everyone. Here it is right here. It's in this old, old case. I don't know if you can see that label there. The label is worn away. Uh, but if you open it up, there are some directions for use on the lid right there. Okay, let you get a screenshot of that. And here it is. This is a safety razor blade hone right here. And it is the A-L-O-X-I-T-E. I think that's pronounced alizite or, or alexite. I'm not entirely sure. I'm going to go with alizite. Alizite safety blade hone hone by the, uh, well, who is this by? The Canadian Carborundum Company. Now, a viewer sent this very, very kindly and generously sent this to the channel. And I, I can't remember who it was because it came with a letter that's been misplaced. There was no advance email when they sent this. So I'm not sure who sent it. If it was you, please comment below and let us know. But it was a Canadian viewer, I believe, that sent this. So thank you very, very much. And again, my apologies for not having the letter. I don't know where it went. I thought I had it with the block and I must have misplaced it. But it is concave. And here's how you use it. This is uh, the directions for use uh, here on the lid. Okay, I'll, pull, I'll, I'll put that up against the camera again so you can see that. And uh, here's what it says here. 
Uh, uh, place the blade uh, in the hollowed or concave side of the hone. By using two fingers, move the blade with a circular motion, five or six light uh, rotating strokes. Uh, then turn blade over and repeat this action. So that's how you do it. So I don't know if this is suitable for the newer uh, razor blades because they're much thinner. Uh, perhaps this was something that was more suitable for vintage razor blades that maybe are thicker and have a little more material, which means this hone would work a little more because there's a lot of material there to work with is what I'm saying. So there it is right there, the Alexite. Uh, safety razor, safety blade hone, Alexite safety blade hone. How about that? It's in beautiful shape. I haven't used it, and uh, I'm wondering, uh, you know, which blades would be good uh, to use in this, uh, newer blades or some older vintage blades. As you know, I do have some older vintage blades, and I'm thinking maybe, <laughs> maybe those will work well in this uh, safety blade hone. So thanks very much to Bob Laroe for bringing up the topic. It served as a really, really nice introduction to show everyone the uh, Carborundum, the Canadian Carborundum, Alexite, Ale I guess it's pronounced Alexite, Canadian Carborundum Alexite Safety Blade Hone. Uh, you can also get these on eBay. They're available on eBay. This one's in very, very good shape. So my thanks to that, that viewer out there that sent it along. Please comment below. Let me know who you are. I want to thank you again for sending this along. A really terrific piece of wet shaving history. Hey, Bob, thanks very, very much for uh, the comment that allowed me to share this. Again, my thanks to the viewer out there that sent this to the channel. Really do appreciate it. Viewer David Richland sent along the following comment. Hi, Mark. I'm curious how many people shave in the shower like I do. I tried shaving at the sink and found that it's much too messy for me and easier to do it while I'm taking a shower. I don't waste water because I have a shutoff valve that I can turn the water flow almost completely off. Also, plenty of hydration to say the least, and cleanup is a breeze. Always look forward to the Monday morning mailbag, and it's the first thing I do with my morning cup of Java every Monday morning. Keep up the good work, and all the best to you and your viewers in the new year. Hey, David, thanks very much for the kind words. Really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, great question. How many out there are shower shavers? Now, I will shave my head in the shower from time to time. I just had a head shave yesterday, and I did it in front of the sink, and I had a great, great head shave. As a matter of fact, I used uh, lather and wood <laughs> for the head shave. So yeah, I think it was four shaves I've had with uh, that particular shave. So, But yeah, I like to do my uh, head shave, my face shave, in front of the mirror at the sink, but I have done uh, a shower shave uh, on my head. I will do that. Uh, again, my go-to uh, razor for a shower shave uh, would be the uh, Supply SE. Uh, I love this razor for head shaves. And uh, if I'm in the shower and I'm using, let's say, a super slick because I don't have uh, enough time to build a lather, that sort of thing, I'll put the grip sleeve on there to give myself a little extra grippiness of the handle. Uh, but I find that this, is a, this does a great job when I do uh, a head shave in the shower. And I agree with you, uh, cleanup, is a, cleanup is a breeze. You just rinse off and then you know I'm out of the shower, my head is nicely shaved. And I just uh, put on some balm and uh, can get on with the day. I, I agree with you there. But I do enjoy doing a head shave in front of the sink uh, as I do with my uh, face shave. But there are times, because of my schedule, uh, that sort of thing, I'll, uh, I'll grab the Supply SE and I'll do a head shave in the shower. And this razor, for me, is perfect. It's just an absolutely perfect, perfect razor for a shower shave for the head. It really does. That Nick Stop technology really does work. That fin guard there really does work. So uh, I enjoy using that razor in the shower. Uh, but uh, as far as doing a face shave in the shower, no, I really haven't. I really don't do. I really don't do that, that kind of shave. I like being in front of the sink, in front of the mirror. Uh, I like maybe turning on some music or some other kind of programming on the radio and just kind of being in the moment and just, you know, enjoying that shave. I like the hot towel uh, and the pre-shave and the whole routine 
right there in front of the sink. I really enjoy that part of it. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think compared to a shower shave, it probably takes a little longer, but that's the whole point. I enjoy the moment. It's, it's me time, and that's what I like about it so much. So uh, I'll put it to the viewers. Are you a shower shaver? Do you shave in front of the sink? What do you prefer? Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I, think, I think both are great. I've done the head shave in the shower. I've done uh, the head shave in front of the mirror, the face shave in front of the mirror. I think both are great. And uh, just curious as to what the viewers uh, prefer to do. Shower shave or shave in front of the sink? Please comment below. Let us know. David, thanks very, very much for offering a great topic of discussion. Really do appreciate it. Well, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, we had a shave tip from a viewer named Steve Torgerson, and uh, his tip was to use dice and place them in front of razor blades to keep count of how many times that razor blade was used. And those razor blades in the photo he sent sat on a little device that he created called the blade pillow. I thought that was absolutely great. Anyhow, Steve followed up with an email and wrote, Hi Mark, thanks for the expert presentation of my little shaving accessory. Being mentioned in 3MB has inflated my reputation exponentially. Please send me your mailing address and I'll ship you a few for your entertainment and possible inclusion in future prize packages. Your fan, deep in the rabbit hole, Steve. Well, Steve very kindly sent along a few of these blade pillows. There you see right there how it sits right there on the, uh, how the blade sits right on that blade pillow. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I really love these. These are great. And yeah, we'll figure out how we can get one or two out to viewers out there uh, in a future giveaway. So uh, absolutely fantastic, fantastic little device. The uh, Blade Pillow by Steve Torgerson. This is absolutely fantastic. Steve, I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. Torgerson, T-O-R-G-E-R-S-E-N, Steve Torgerson. Really terrific, the Blade Pillow. So thanks very much for sending these along, Steve. And again, uh, down the road, we'll figure out how to get these to a couple of lucky viewers out there. So thanks again, Steve. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, we talked about Vico shaving cream with turmeric. And we learned that turmeric offers a lot of health benefits. As a matter of fact, it seems to be one of the ingredients, one of the spices used in Ayurveda, which is an alternative health practice, which is widely used in uh, India and Nepal. Uh, and the folks at BioEmblem happen to see that episode, and they manufacture a health supplement called turmeric curcumin, right here. And they asked me if I would be interested in sharing this with the viewers. And I said, absolutely, because we've been talking about turmeric and its anti-inflammatory benefits uh, while you shave. And of course, their turmeric curcumin also has anti-inflammatory benefits. As a matter of fact, here's what they have to say about it on their Amazon product page. Pure ingredients, potent formula. BioEmblem's formula is made with organic turmeric root powder, uses only non-GMO ingredients, and is derived from natural and whole food sources. Now, this is manufactured in the United States and California. Uh, they say here it promotes healthy joint and mobility. Turmeric curcumin contains compounds that promote healthy joints. In turn, this helps support muscle function and overall well-being. Uh, antioxidant support and immunity. Uh, curcuminoids have powerful antioxidant properties that support healthy cells and skin. In addition, Curcumin's molecular structure supports the body's natural immune system and healthy brain function. Uh, and of course, they go on to say that uh, bioemblem turmeric curcumin is made in the USA at an NSF registered GMP halal and kosher facility in California. There are no fillers, artificial ingredients, preservatives, or steroids. Now, uh, I've had this for about a week and I've been taking it. And I got to tell you, I think my brain function has improved. I feel I seem to be a little more alert. I really do. And I think I also have some other benefits from it. Uh, so anyhow, we will have links to both their Amazon product page for this and also to the Bio Emblem uh, website uh, where you can check out this particular product and all the others that they sell up there. These are affiliate links, just so you know. And if you happen to use them, 
Thank you very much. I really do appreciate it. Uh, but again, I've been taking it probably about a week now, and I've uh, I've got some really, really good results. Again, uh, things seem to be a little more snappier upstairs. Absolutely. So check it out from the folks at Bile Emblem, Turmeric Curcumin, right there. And we will have a link to uh, both the Amazon product page and the uh, website and the product page where they sell it right directly from their, uh, their own website. Uh, again, these are affiliate links. So if you use them, thank you very, very much. Really do appreciate it. And again, my thanks to the folks at Bio Emblem for very, very kindly sending this along and allowing me to share it with all the viewers out there because of our discussion of Turmeric. So it fits in very, very nicely with that, which is why we're showing it on the show. So thanks again to the folks at Bio Emblem for the Turmeric Curcumin. Folks, check it out. We'll have the links below. Again, everyone at Bio Emblem, thanks again very, very much. And please remember, if you are pregnant or nursing, taking medications, or have any medical condition, consult your physician before using this product. Discontinue use if any adverse reactions occur and consult your physician. Now, at the beginning of the show, we mentioned that we had an extra, extra shaving tip, but we were going to share it here in the questions and comments segment because it uh, involves a bonus item of sorts. Uh, and uh, it comes from James Sefton, who wrote, Hey, Mark, hope all is well. Just a quick tip for a magnet on the razor handle. I found rare earth magnet on Amazon, two millimeters by six millimeters, and used some E6000 glue, and it works great. Have a great rest of the day. And you can see in the photo there that he's got a very, very small magnet that he has glued to the bottom of his razor handle so he can pick up a razor blade, much like the Yates winning and America razors have in the bottom of their razor handles. A little little magnet is embedded in the bottom of the uh, razor handle so you can pick up a blade, that sort of thing. Well, here's a great solution for any razor handle. A small little earth magnet uh, glued or affixed somehow to the bottom of that razor handle. Really, really terrific. Now, James followed up with, uh, hey, Mark, I ordered some magnets for the razor handle and they are supposed to be at your location on such and such a day. I used E6000 glue, but super glue would probably work as well. Maybe you could share them with some of the viewers. Just a small token of appreciation for all your work on the channel, James. Well, sure enough, the other day, uh, this arrived, this box right here, small magnets. And when I opened it up, and here's a plastic container with these small magnets right here. Let me show you how small they are. They are very, very small, but you could glue these to the bottom of your razor handle uh, and have a little magnet on the bottom of your razor to pick up razor blades. And let me see if I can balance that on the tip of my finger there without dropping it. Look how small that is. Look how small that is. Can you see that? Boy, that is really, really small. But it's a little, little small little magnet. And uh, yeah, uh, James said perhaps you can share it with some of the viewers out there. Now, I don't know how many I have here. I don't know how many I have. And I don't know how to give them away. <laughs> I would like to send them to viewers, but I want to do so in an orderly fashion. And uh, I'm, I'm open to suggestions. The best way to send some of these magnets, uh, maybe one or two, uh, to viewers out there who are interested in affixing them to the bottom of their razor handles. So I don't know how best to do that. Uh, if you have a solution for me, please comment below. Let me know or email me at mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And uh, let me know if you have a solution of some kind to where we can get some of these magnets out to viewers who are interested in uh, gluing them to the bottom of a razor handle so they could pick up razor blades, that sort of thing. A really, really terrific, neat idea, James. Thank you very much for the shaving tip. And also, thanks very much for sending along the extra magnets that we will somehow, I don't know how, uh, get to get out to uh, viewers who uh, might be interested in trying this out. Again, I need a good viable solution is what I'm saying, because I really do want to uh, send these out to some viewers out there and get their input and their feedback as to how they work on their particular razor handle. So thanks again, James. Really, really do appreciate a great shaving tip. And thanks for the magnets. And folks, if you know how best to distribute these to some uh, interested viewers 
out there, please comment below or email me at mondaymailbag at gmail.com. James, thanks very much. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artists and soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady where you'll find all the Amazon-listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another Double Take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.